Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode eight of season three of our podcast. Here's this week's hosts, Naomi and Zoe. Hi, guys. Um, welcome back to episode eight of Life is the Future podcast. I'm your host, Naomi, with... And, and I'm Zoe. And we have two special guests today. We have Anya and Soraya. Can you guys say hi? Hello. Hey. Um, and today our topic is, is technology good or bad? Okay, so does technology, do you think technology influences younger kids more or do you think it influences more like teenagers or adults? That's kind of a tough question for me because I've seen like tons of adults who love video games and who base their work careers off of big video games like streamers. But so do kids. You see like little kids with like phones nowadays and they got like all different types of stuff. I see my younger uncle with a VR headset yesterday when I went to visit him and that was the only thing he did when I got there. Yeah, like for me, it's kind of, it's also kind of like an iffy question, I guess, because it's like a lot of the little kids are like they all have like their tablets or they'll have their phones or they'll just be playing video games all day. And that's kind of hard to keep it like in that area, I guess. But then you look over at like uh, the adults and the teenagers and it's just like they're on their phones, social media, which they're more like into. So it's kind of iffy but I would say it's affecting kids more I guess because it's kind of going into then the older years of that so yeah like I feel like people expect kids to be more like addicted to uh, like more influenced with technology more than adults just because like they're like you know kids will believe anything but actually I feel like adults are about the same amount because like you because anything people will post on like any social media platform people will believe whether you're like an adult or a kid and I feel like adults use technology more than kids as just like a work like you use for work or like just on a daily basis and especially like for news related stuff but like you could they believe anything so yeah so yeah I, I agree with you. I think I, it depends on the person because kids use it a lot, really, for games, and adults use it a lot, too. It's kind of what our world has become. But uh, bring me to my next question. What do you think um, are good uses for technologies? Like, what are some good uses that we use? Um, I think now that we're in, like, online school, it's kind of easier to get good grades because you can, like, study right before a test or you can look up the an answer to a homework problem and it'll explain like how to get to that answer step by step, like photo math. I know I've recently been using that on my math homework and it's helped me a lot. So homework is a big one for me. Um, I would say like communication purposes because like I have um family there in Iowa and like Minnesota so we're FaceTiming a lot and it's kind of 
it's more like it's obviously more difficult because like you're on you're online so you like get internet problems you'll be breaking up but mostly communication is for what at least what i use my technology for so how complicated can technology get for you um well now that we're like outside of school there's um what is it called virtual learning there's zoom meetings there are different types of way people use it and it can be difficult because i know that i had trouble because i'm new here didn't know all class websites and <laughs> i know i had to screen share a couple of times and ask the teachers it probably sounded a little slow but it, it helped but you know school and zoom and virtual learning don't seem like a good mixture sometimes, especially with Wi-Fi problems. Sometimes people mishear you, you don't get your point across, you could get kicked out of the Zoom meeting because your internet just gave up. A lot of stuff could really go wrong. Yeah, I kind of feel the same about that because like, while I've been in like the, like the entire district for a while, I it's still kind of been complicated because like every year I feel like it's kind of just like a new site that they're introducing to you that you have to learn again. So it's like, while they're not just piling like all of them onto you at once, it's kind of like they're slowly introducing them to you, which is kind of, it can kind of get difficult. Like, especially since we have so many that we use sometimes at a time where it's just like, you're kind of just clustered on like where to, where to go yeah and like 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 right now we're like breaking up and everything because it's like harder to, to do it in zoom than you would rather do it in like a regular classroom you think technology has an effect on the way how we act like our behavior i definitely think that's how it goes because with all the like um politics going around right now and the fact that you're not in school so people don't like people don't keep in touch much there's a lot of people like showing who they really are. Some people voice their opinion and then friends start breaking apart. People get new attitudes. It's a lot of stuff that just really pop out now that we're not in school and not everyone's not face to face, you know? Yeah, I kind of feel like that because it's like everyone's hiding behind a screen so it's kind of just like they're more bold about what they want to say and they don't really care because they're not gonna have to face anything really it's just gonna be like you're just gonna get a comment back from someone over a text message saying that they disagree but there's nothing really that they can do to do anything with it so yeah but what are some um fun like some apps that you would recommend people to use whether for school whether they need to meditate or um just have fun um so i don't really know about meditation but i like listening to music it really calms me so there's apple music there's spotify there's soundcloud there's probably a bunch of others and when you're in like when you have like a really long break like we do sometimes we have like 25 to an hour break sometimes so if you're bored, there's TikTok, there's Pinterest, Instagram, Snapchat, Among Us, just some stuff that'll keep you busy, but also make sure you're doing your homework or you're going to be lacking in class. 
Yeah, there's definitely like a bunch of like apps that you can like just play with your friends and just kind of have fun for a break. But there's also a lot of like yoga apps where it's kind of like it's like meditation and then there's um I think there's one called Headspace I want to say where it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's like breathing techniques and you can like color and it's just like and it's very calming it's a very calming app and then yeah but obviously there's a bunch of like social media and just like a bunch of other games that you can use just to pass the time so yeah like a lot of apps they i think they've made a couple of new apps where they'll like help you with like your mental state since like now we're like can't see anybody you're just like trapped in the house but like just kind of like help you with like go on with your day or just like games that you want to play just to like pass the time by when like it comes to writing an essay would you rather do it on paper or would you rather do it on like your chromebook so i really can't spell for anything like a year ago i learned how to spell banana so (laughs) so technology does have some of its advantages like if i were to type out an essay a computer would be the way I go, but I also do like writing it out by hand. But there are some things that could happen to the paper if you write it out by hand. Your dog could actually really eat your homework. Um, you could rip it, it could get messed up, you could lose it. So I think writing it out on a Chromebook would probably be more efficient. I would say I personally like writing things out just because I get to like choose like the way I want to write it instead of like having to go through all of the steps sometimes of just like doing like bullet points or numbered lists or whatever choosing you want to do. You can kind of just write that out and space it how you want it. Like as Soraya said, it's always like a possibility that you could like lose it or it could like rip and you just it's not readable anymore or what I, my perspective of it is that that may happen, but there's also like the risks on computer too, where it's kind of like, it might not save or your Wi-Fi might cut out and it could like close um, like your essay and then you could like lose it all. So I just, I personally would write it out because I can just keep that somewhere and then it would be there. Yeah, for me, Personally, I like writing it just because like, I like this, I like to see my handwriting to be honest. And also like, if I can like go over it, like fact check it, and it's just easier for me to do it handwriting because I just like it better that way. It makes me feel like I like earned it or something, like earned the grade that I got if I like handwrite it. Um, For me with essays, I like both. I like typing it out so it can help me with my spell check. But I also like handwriting it because I get an essay done faster. So I like both. I can't really choose. Would you prefer to live in a life with technology or without technology? I really don't know how to answer that because I like people say technology is the new thing. It's going to be with us forever. Like there are going to be robo actors now, like it's getting people out of jobs, but it also helps us. So I don't think I would be able to go back, back without technology, writing stuff down. 
technology definitely has its advantages because my phone, I could look at the news, I could look at the weather instead of just waking up early in the morning to see the weather in the news, that could probably change and it's probably not even right. So I guess a life with technology. What about you, Anya? I would say without, I guess, because I, I guess it always like has its perks of like with it or without it. But I would say without because I feel like it kind of like ruins it, I guess, if you're like, if you're like watching, if you're like seeing some beautiful view and you're and you kind of look over and you're just like, oh, wait, I need to get a picture of this to send to everyone so they can see what it was. I would just kind of be like, oh, that's, you know, that's cool. I might be able to like catch it another time or like go somewhere. Like if you're definitely if you're going to go somewhere maybe take like a couple pictures and that's the only thing of like having technology but other than that I would not I think I would live in a life with technology because think about all this transportation we have especially when the weather gets bad I would not want to be going anywhere in the rain or the snow because like if it's uncalled for and then also during times like this you know we're in a pandemic Oh, without technology, I think I'd be pretty bored because I couldn't go and see my friends and play with them outside because there's a pandemic pandemic going around and also helps us during with school. So I think I'd rather live in the life with technology. For me, it's kind of like it's a hard like one because on one hand, technology is like it without technology, you wouldn't have a lot of things like we wouldn't have medicine, we wouldn't have travel, we wouldn't have like a whole bunch of stuff. But on the other hand, technology is also like bad because people are getting like way too addicted to like they they'd prefer technology than like rather going outside and like exercising like things they actually need because they just prefer, they'd like their laziness takes over that you just prefer to like watch TV or something like that. So it's like kind of hard because there's like the technology has both ups and downs. Yeah, I agree. Technology does have its um, ups and downs, like, you know, how people catfish on the internet and all that. And it can be really stressful when something doesn't work, too. So that's also a major problem. Um, Soraya, is there anything you think? Like, as I was listening to you guys, I was thinking about um, how much takeout I've been eating during the pandemic, because we can't really go nowhere. I mean, you can, but risking sick and couldn't order Grubhub if there wasn't no technology, couldn't order groceries. Um, if something broke down in your house, you can't really call no one if you don't have technology. It's a lot of stuff you couldn't do without technology. You wouldn't have a washing machine or a dryer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's crazy. Okay, for our last question, for your kid, would you let them have, like, be, like, be able to, like, watch TV after school or have a phone at, like, a young age, or would you wait till they're, like, more older and more mature to actually handle a phone? Okay, so I have a younger brother, and we kind of grew up on, like, two different things. I grew up with not really having stuff. And then when he born, when he was born, we started like getting stuff. My mom was like living financially. She had, she was, she got her life together, right? So 
I got my first phone at like seven or like nine. And that was because I was getting good grades. My brother got his first like technology device. It was a laptop when he was like three or four. And I'm telling you right now, he's in third grade or second grade right now, and he can barely read. I'm not saying this to be mean, but it's just, it's, it's kind of like, was it, the, was it the laptop or was it the fact that he was on the laptop too much? And I mean, like he had learning games on that thing and he never used it. So I was just real confused and concerned. So, and here's Snapchat. People was telling me that Snapchat was real cool and all that from like fifth grade to seventh grade. People were saying, it's the new app. It's real good or whatever. And I just now got it in eighth grade and I really don't see the big deal. It's not really that good. And I think kids really shouldn't have like social media until they're eight. I mean, until they're in eighth grade because it's like, they don't know a lot. They aren't really mature in the head, which I know because I used to think that I was all mature and I could get whatever I want. But now that I'm actually like thinking about it, and thinking about the stuff I probably would post if I was a kid, it, no, my kid would not have a phone till they were 12. They'd probably have to deal with it. No social media till they're 14. That's just how it would be. What, do you, what about you, Anya? I would definitely like, kind of like cut it off, I guess a little, like, yeah, for like a little bit, but not like for a lot. Like they definitely wouldn't have a phone if they were like, maybe till like they were like 12, 13, maybe. I got mine, I got a phone early and I already realized that was a mistake probably because I just kinda like, I would, I would realize I would stay in my room a lot more and I just like went, I wasn't like hanging out with people before, like I was hanging out with people a lot more before I got it. And then, <clears throat> so I would just kinda stay in my room and just kinda, when someone would ask, I'd be like, oh, wait, I'm busy. And then I would just sit in my room and watch YouTube. So it was kind of not a good, like, environment that I was <laughs> living in. But I definitely wouldn't until, like, if they did a sport, then, yeah, because protection. But that's anything else, really, no. For me, if my kid, I'd probably wait till they got to middle school to give them like a phone because like what do you need a phone for in elementary school like the only thing you guys are really doing is like playing in recess and learning abcs so like you don't really need a phone until you get to like middle school where you are like doing like actual stuff where you have where you, like you actually need a phone for me it kind of depends on my kid really i would let them have technology but to a certain so, extent like because I want them to enjoy their childhood and not be all up in their iPad and phone. What Soraya was saying, I definitely think it has an effect on people's learning abilities. But Naomi, do you have any last words before we close out? Well, just like for younger kids and just for like anybody who's listening, like when it comes to technology, it's not like the biggest thing in the world. It's not the only thing that matters. Like there's a lot of other ways you can connect with people, even though through a pandemic, like I know it's really hard, but technology isn't our only option. And like, you still need to go outside and get your exercise and get your 
daily sunlight and everything like that. So just like make sure you don't do too much of technology. And I'd like to thank our two guests for coming and being great during this podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week where the boys, David and Tommy, will do their topic. And thanks for listening. Bye. 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 All right, thanks to Soraya and Anya for joining Naomi and Zoe this week as they talk about the ins and outs of teen technology use. They also got into some things with adults too, and I thought that all of the focus points were really great. The questions were outstanding, and they battled their own technology issues the whole episode. They talked about the addictive nature in teens and adults of technology. They talked about schoolwork versus recreation, um, human advances with technology, some popular online sites and apps that are going on, some practical uses of technology, and how age factors into screen time as well. I thought that the lasting thought was an outstanding one to consider that there are other ways of living besides just through the screen. But that also means that technology can help us. So we don't want to say that technology is either bad or good. It's not really inherently evil, and it's not always the means to the future. It's just part of our life. And that was a very key point at the very end of the episode. I thought that was an outstanding thought. Consider physical, mental, and social well-being, and let technology be just a piece of all that. Okay, resources. Uh, in the episode description this week, I've got some pretty common resources I use with this topic. So these are some repeat links, but you'll see that in the uh, resource section, I've got some things from Common Sense Media, from the Pew Research Study, from Vox even. And then one of my go-tos, Adam Alter, has an outstanding TED Talk, as well as a book about the rise of addictive technology. Make sure to check those out right after listening. Okay, until next week, we'll be back with David. We'll be back with Tommy. And we'll continue with the Life is the Future podcast. As always, thanks for listening.